Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. This is what was supposed to be a live episode of Double Deuce, but we've got some bad news about that. Yeah, I mean, you probably already saw. We are the reason I'm recording from the Plague House today. <laughs> I found out on Thursday that my youngest son, who is also my only son, Oliver, uh, was positive for the COVIDs. Now, don't panic. He's fine. But any diagnosis of positive for the COVIDs causes some alarm. Uh, in our society and particularly in our little house here in Lawrence. We're very close to the hospital, though, and he's been running a little bit of a low-grade fever for a day or two, and then he's the past couple days he's been fine except for a wet cough. But now, unfortunately, my beautiful wife and life partner, Jacqueline Grunow, uh, may be coming down with the same dread disease. We're going to go get tested tomorrow again. Don't panic. I'm just giving you this for informational purposes, but uh, we will find out. And the point is, we couldn't really do a live show. Yeah, you were taking care of a sick kid and yeah. waiting for diagnoses. Got to get those PCR results. PC, PC, PCR results. Boom. Positive yeah. for him. Negative for me. Negative for Jack as of Saturday. Right on. Anyway, so, yeah. That's uh, well, still, it's still happening. It's happening yeah. in two weeks. Live, yeah. Live I mean, August. what I should be saying though is, but but you're thinking, you're thinking, what about me? What about my ears? I want to hear you live mm-hmm. in my ears. I want my face to be in your podcast. This this was supposed to be a a, a fancy double episode. When's that going to happen? Is it still but, happening? It is. It is. Hey, why don't you tell them all about it, Nelson? Yeah, it's just it's two weeks later, and we're it. That's. So that's when the 325 is happening. It's still coming. Yeah. This, this is 327. Next week, you're going to get 328. And then Saturday the 19th, live online, recording recording it up. Boom. We do it live on live. But I got to tell you, it's been a little covid around here. So we're sparing you my pain of, of having a, a positive diagnosis in your immediate environs. You know, we were just talking a few weeks back about that whole like analogy that it was like dodgeball and the front lines gotten very, very thin. Well, Mm -hmm. my son just got nailed with the ball that kind of like hits you in the head and knocks you out when you don't even see it coming. Yeah. We all all had one of those where it's just like all of a sudden you're on the floor and you're like, fuck. It's like trying to, Uh, you're like trying to, there's one, there's another person and they're like looking at you and you're, you're watching them and it's just somebody else just nails you out of the side that you didn't even see coming. That's, that's what happened. We didn't, we didn't see this one, but it, it, I mean, we kind of did, we kind of did his, his, like his preschool had been 
sort of like uh, a hilarious it, it was the equivalent of like a, a world war one trench charge you know mm-hmm. like like you just get reports every every day of like like three have fallen in miss johnson's first grade class two have fallen in, in christine's class today we lost four brave souls in, in in angie's class if your child is in angie's class you must stop Stop coming to school and test. You must stop coming to school and test. They're they're catching it over here. It's so muddy and so cold and nothing feels good at Century School. And Tuesday, we're having pepperoni pizza. Oh, man. Well, that's good news. Yeah, I mean, you got to take the good with the bad, right? They do still send the weekly lunch schedule as if most of the kids are still able to eat lunch at this point because they've all got like war injuries and you know are 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 scarred and traumatized from with this latest round of of battle uh it sounds a lot worse than it is i think everybody's handling it really really well the point is uh, we caught it from us him who caught it from school so there you go right on that's how disease work I'm I'm epidemiologist Will Averill, and I just taught you how diseases work. Yeah, that that all sounded close enough that I don't I, think I almost said epistemologist, but I, I realize that epistemologist is a totally different thing than an epidemiologist. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, an epistemologist would probably note that the same thing, really, that there seemed to be an awful lot of cases in class i don't really care about this conversation i'm stopping where i was going with that it's i don't care i give okay. up i give up let's talk about something else that was stupid that's good sometimes yeah. you got to know you know when to fold them I, I i folded hey can i can we i know we didn't put this on the schedule but can i just vent for a second yes like my dad is like oyster cheating on me right with courtney shipley uh the mayor of lawrence right because like courtney shipley the mayor of Lawrence. oh man like, your dad your dad's an oyster hoe he is he is an oyster hoe and he is he is playing on me like she gave us an offer like she's like hey sometimes on sundays uh we go down to the fish bar and we order some oysters why don't you come eat some oysters and i like oysters and i like courtney shipley mayor of lawrence and i mm-hmm. like my dad, or at least I did until he did this number. It finds out I'm, I've got COVID. Well, I don't have COVID. But my son has COVID. I can't leave the house really because I feel like that's putting people at risk unnecessarily, right? Because I may have it. I don't think I do, but I might. I feel like you're still going to be kind of in that position of at a certain point when he's negative, you might still want to be double checking. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. I don't want to be like, uh, like, like maybe I caught it from him and it just hasn't, you know, showed itself yet. So, yeah, uh, it's too fuzzy. Like, that's where I lose that. That's where there's stuff I'm not as sure about is like, what are the days on these things? How much time does how long are you can take? I haven't had to look into it too much, but that's where I'd be like, ah, I guess I'm (laughs) staying home. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But uh, so so here so he so today he goes uh, today he goes to the oysters. Does oyster hoeing? I can't do the oysters. He goes ahead and, and hoes the oysters with 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 Courtney Shipley, Mayor of Lawrence. Like he's off having oysters with the mayor, and I can't leave the house. And I'm like, we're supposed to do this together, Dad. You dick. 
Well, but like, do you ever go when he's not there? I mean, the first time I did, yeah, but I, he hadn't been invited. Like, I, we were directly invited together, like yeah. as a as a like like a father son oyster eating unit, the entity known as the Averill Boys, right? And what's mm-hmm. the Averill Boy if it's only one boy? It's not the Averill Boys. It's just the Averill Boy, and it's one jerk Averill Boy man. Man, boy, Rick Averill, jerk. I feel. I feel like you're. You're. You might be like. Like focusing your 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 anger and disappointment and not getting to eat oysters more more on your father uh, because he he's a physical person that you can be disappointed in versus the circumstances which are entirely beyond your control and you can't you know speak to because they don't they aren't physical things that exist. You're damn right. I am exactly that. Fuck and it just that it just guy. so happens that he he happens to be just a huge oyster hoe, and so he's an easy target. He is a giant oyster hoe. You know, if you ever want to like like entrap my father, like just invite him to oysters mm-hmm. with the mayor, and he'll be he'll show up like nobody's business, and you just take pictures, and you're like. Look who's having oysters with the mayor and, and make a big scandal of it in the Lawrence Times because they print a lot of mayoral scandals, oyster scandals, you know, in the Lawrence Times. And it's not behind a paywall. What happens when you do it like. Like somebody's business. What do you mean? You, you know, you're like nobody's business. You know, he's having he's having a lot. But like what? So if it's somebody's business, I guess, and he's got to watch what he's doing because, like, that person's paying attention. But who is it? Who's watching? Why can't well, Why can't he still eat a bunch of oysters if somebody if it's somebody else's business too? I mean, it depends. If it's like if somebody is the master eat fish bar, they're like, eat more oysters. Exactly. Please. I you're, don't understand. Your oyster eating is money in my pocket. It's my children's college fund. As if I would put my children through college. Ha ha. I'm the Mass Street Fish Bar. Ha ha ha. I'm a villain in this story because I fed Rick Averill oysters when his son <laughs> couldn't go. Ha ha ha. So, so just, you know, uh, just getting a, just read on this. Every, everyone's a villain but you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, not you, buddy. You you were just here, like you you got my back, right? I mean, to to a point, it seems it seems like you're lashing out wildly at, at this at this minor setback. Uh, first of all, it seems it seems like you missing missing oysters one week is your your Joker origin story. All of a sudden, you, you need to check uh, your you need to check your vernacular because this is more than just a minor setback. All right, uh, this was. A travesty of epic proportions. What was unduly visited upon me by the patriarch of my family, whom I held up to this point in some esteem, but has now fallen once again. Well, well, are you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you gonna get mad at a wolf for hunting? Are you, Are you gonna get mad at a fish for swimming? Why are you getting mad at an oyster hoe for oyster hoeing? Like that, that's beyond that's beyond his control. It sounds like you're you're I mean you're mad at you're mad at yourself. I mean I mean that's a pretty good point. I, I don't yeah. think I would I, I, I've never gotten mad at a fish for swimming. 
No, nope. that's I, not true. You have. One did time, I? You, I'm sure. You, I'm sure it's come up. Do you think I have an anger issue? You, you, you're implying I seem to get mad a lot. I'm just saying you're lashing out at a lot of people about 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 simple oyster hoeing. Like most most days, you'd be like, let, let them get some oysters. I mean, I thought it was pretty contained. I lashed out at my father. I lashed out at the mayor of Lawrence, Courtney Shipley, and I lashed out at the villain that is the mastery fish bar who enabled this nonsense behavior. But I didn't lash out at anybody else. I mean, I could have gone much further and said that the community of Lawrence, oh, and maybe I did lash out at Century School a little bit yep. uh, and compared it to World War One uh, trench warfare, Just, which yeah, might not be the like best you're... Yelp. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not yeah. ideal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I if you were to read that on on Yelp or something, you'd be like, ah, maybe I'm not going to take my kid to World War One trench warfare school. Famously, um, not a good time. No, the trenches of World War One. Yeah, yeah. Famously, you uh, as 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 now uh, documented by such museums as the British Wartime Museum in London's World War One experience, where you walk through. It's like. Uh, it's like a Disneyland ride, only the most horrifying, cold, trenchy Disneyland ride ever. You're like, it's it, it's it's got the smells, the sights. It's got you feel like you're in the trenches and you're about to charge. And there are screams, there are even screams, and you're like, who put together this insane fucking ride? This is wild. Why are you doing this to me? What's Why are the you production value? I mean, imagine your uncle who does the Halloween displays every year that are pretty good and tuned in. It's like a Tommy Bartlett's robot world level of experience. Yeah, the radio station. Like it's it's got some audio visual, it's got some bad like mannequins and in full WW1 regalia. It's got a, a journal that somebody's forged a journal entry and actual hand script on uh, it's got uh it's got you know sort of the smog smoke you know, fake smoke piped in from time to time uh it's it's delightfully shitty see if i was if i was doing a world war one trench experience in a museum what i would do is i would set it up like that one event from american gladiators where they're like running from thing to thing trying to shoot the target there's a gladiator with just a tennis ball machine gun firing at them as they try to move from place to place but you just instead of like the the, the stood up bits, it's like trenches, and See, then there's like then there's why... like wires and stuff that you gotta you might get tangled up in, you know. <laughs> I feel like that's like Adventure Park's version of the World War One. We should have mm-hmm. the, the 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 guy who did I can't remember his name the the uh, uh, Adventure Park guy um, do uh, do a World War One experience for a museum, and it'd be like that. I think you're onto something. I think you should design museums. Uh, I think so too. Yeah, I would. I would. I would really love to see what you you did. With I mean, some- like, I don't want to. Do, like, I don't. I'm not an architect. I don't want to have to figure out like. I don't want to, to like work too hard on on like like population flow or like where do you put bathrooms and stuff like that. But like, what goes like coming up with the the exhibits that I got that on lock. Yeah. Yeah. What what was your World War Two um, sort of? Amusement just be park I right just here? do like the Indiana Jones stunt show. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, that's pretty much what it was, right? Yeah, like, I mean, fighting Nazis on a tank. I mean, it's at least that's a that happened, and so 
give the people what they want. Yeah. Yeah. Such uh such incredible documentaries as Raiders of the Lost Ark shouldn't just be left in the annals of history. I mean, it's a good, I feel like it's a good, it's a good metaphorical representation of most of what was going on there. We haven't so. talked about any of the corners that we were gonna talk about. I think we should probably stay on on task. Yeah. I don't mean to call this chip in now with six minutes left, but I I think we've been screwing around and I blame myself because I got very angry Mm -hmm. at everybody, that little oyster hoe, my father and everybody else and everybody else. I'm sorry. I got angry. Everyone. I apologize. I don't apologize. I I'm justified. You're the ones with the problem, all of you. You know, you know, you wanted us to get back on track, and then you immediately oh, turned yeah, us right back right. into a ditch. You're, you're right. I did. I did. I did that. Um, what was what were our corners? corners? I forgot to write them down. We were gonna talk about shows, right? Yeah. What yeah, shows we're still watching things and not doing things? Yeah, it's it's problem is there's it's too COVID outside and even inside now to do things. It's also pretty so. cold outside. Yeah, that doesn't it, help either. It is. it is. We can't go outside and sort of stare at each other from a distance and wonder what it's like to hold each other. Yeah, which is one of our favorite pastimes, right? Am I right? It's up there. Yeah. So what? Do you, what are you watching? I just got done with the, the last season of Snowpiercer. I meant to mention that too. And um, boy, howdy! It's. It's a fun conceit, but uh, the the acting is almost uniformly miserable. Uh, but then there's Sean Bean, and you're like, oh, he's the villain, and he's he's having fun, and he's like, I'm in here with a bunch of people who, like, before I came along, Jennifer Connelly was the best actor in the show, and so that kind of gives you a baseline level. Uh, Sean Bean steps in and elevates it, you know, way up notches. And uh, it's, it's third season, kind of fun, kind of fun season. Oh man, they're already up to three. Or wait, no, second season. Sorry, third season is now just now out. They're just now doing it, but it's very different than the Snowpiercer movie, which is real weird. I, I don't know if you've seen any it. of it. Imagine like Tilda Swinton in a movie, mm-hmm. and it's okay. Now you kind of get an idea of how. Yeah, it I've is. seen that movie. Yeah. Yeah, well, this one she's doing that. Okay. Yeah, but in a train that's going okay. around and around a frozen world. I can see that. Yeah, but then so it's then basically it's like it's like when yeah no I got you. And then in the in the TV series, it's Jennifer Connelly playing Tilda Swinton in a train going around and around a frozen world, um, and Jennifer Connelly like remember the emotional range she showed in Labyrinth. I mean, it's been a really long time, but yeah. I mean, you, well, yeah, but I mean, you should go back and watch it if you want to kind of know what her emotional range is like in this. I mean, I, I feel like Jennifer Connelly in Requiem for a Dream like blew it out of the fucking water there. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, Jennifer Connelly's amazing. But then Jack was like, you should watch Labyrinth. So I did. And I'm like, oh, no, what happened? She she used to be bad. And then she went into Snowpiercer and I'm like, oh, you've gone back to your roots of not really showing any emotion ever and being really stilted. Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, she definitely she's 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 definitely like low key in it in things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's pretty She doesn't let a lot rattle her, Jennifer Connelly. I mean she's a steady I, hand on the wheel. 
Isn't yeah. that what you want in a frozen train world? I mean, I haven't seen any of it, but that's my take. I vote what, for her. What if what? I again, I feel like you're still mad at me about the the oyster blame. I, I think I feel like you're you're and you're kind of no no. I'm just you're, you sold me on you sold me on her as a leader in this in this frozen world. Mm, She's I got my know. boat. I feel like there's some animosity from that previous conversation that's kind of coming in in sort of a passive aggressive way in which you're handling this current conversation. No. Okay. Well, I've been at home for a long time. What are you watching? I watched the first couple episodes of that Pam and Tommy. I thought it was super boring. Uh, Yeah. And also just like real weird about the whole I feel like it's real easy to say like this thing shouldn't exist anyway and it felt like the first couple episodes were building like this weird permission structure for it for them to like steal the tape and and, and publish it in the first place in a way um and I was like that's weird and like in weird subtle ways in the second one it was almost just like ah whatever these people are ridiculous and he's a terrible person so who cares it's like but she kind of, you know, was just caught in the middle of that. It's also the first one's like depressing, like the extent to which they're like, I love I love a Seth Rogen. I liked his fun 90s outfits, but it was also like he's constantly being threatened with guns. He's like being forced to relive childhood traumas like things like it's not fun. And you're like. What are you trying? That's the thing. The tone is a little weirdly uneven. And it's like, what are you trying to accomplish with this thing exactly? Because it seems like you want it to be like a wacky, fun comedy, but that's not exactly how it reads all the time. I don't yeah. know. I didn't like it. I thought it, I, I feel like it looks pretty good. The people in it are good. They're doing a, a good enough job. But like the whole thing feels like it, it's weirdly disconnected from itself and so i was like nah do you think nah. it could have benefited from like a jennifer Connolly performance no i think that would have just muddied the waters even more frankly yeah uh but we've both been watching peacemaker right yeah we've talked about peacemaker i uh, yeah we did didn't we i just want to give it a continued shout out i liked it i agree it's still i feel like it it's it's been consistently good throughout yeah yeah also one, probably one of the better things i'm watching right now at the moment there you go there you go well we had trying to, been trying to watch some olympics but it's harder to get in this you year you know I, I feel like it's gonna be it's the Olympics. in the end because I love a winter Olympics, but it's it's just like uh yeah. You do, you've always loved the winter Olympics. You mm-hmm. your face and your whole demeanor changes when there's a winter Olympics. You're a exactly. lot jollier. You're like a Midwest Santa Claus when there's an Olympics. It's the Olympics I care much more about. The summer yeah. ones, it's just a whole lot, it's just a whole lot of running in a circle. Yeah, well, any 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 the, Olympics, the, which all the ones we're learning is running a circle in this one, they're doing it with blades on their feet. Any Olympics, which which has like like a, a ski and shoot competition, like there needs to be mm-hmm. more like target practice with other games. Like they shouldn't do that in like 
basketball. They should have to like play some basketball and then target shoot and then go back to playing basketball. That would make that a lot more interesting, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Or snowboard, like snowboard and, and like pop off some rounds from a chopper. That's what the, the kids were calling machine guns in the in the 90s. Uh, so I'm using up to date lingo choppers. I, I picked that up uh, over the weekend. Where'd you hear it? Um, some music from that time, some rap music from that time. Oh, yeah. 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 Like what's what song? Chopper song by the Wu-Tang Clan. That is a good one. Yep. I I don't know what the song was, but they're like, choppers, choppers, get your choppers. Was that like a price chopper commercial you were listening oh, to? Oh shit. It wasn't Wu Tang Clan at all. Well, it could have still been Wu Tang Clan. They did do like a series of price chopper commercials in nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, including that great one for cream. I mean, mm-hmm. really, I wonder. Cream sales must have just gone out the roof after that commercial. That's why Uh, old Dirty Bastard went to prison. It's true. It's true. He was selling at a dark side, those cream sales. It's true. Speaking of advertisements, before we go, uh, can you give us Applebee's? Yeah, Applebee's. You can, our cream won't send you to prison. And uh, come join us in a couple weeks for a live. Yeah. For real this time. Uh, yeah, hopefully. performance. Hopefully, it'll be good. We'll put an event up this time because we're not canceling it. So we'll put an event up, and uh, and and you can come and you can come talk to us about your views on the Wu Tang Clan's ill-advised price chopper commercial days. I mean, yeah, it could it could have gone better. Yeah, it really could have. Uh, Double Deuce. <laughs> this has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at DoubleDeucePod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do, and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us a, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. Good episode.